0: So he's a young man. So he's going to have to learn. You know, sometimes sometimes things are just not going to work, no matter how hard you try. And uh, uh, and you have to just pray about it and think about it and 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 see if there's another way we can go. And so we we've, we've done this before in the past when something happened. Sometimes these things are. Um, you know things get old the connections get old and that kind of thing and uh you just have to buy new stuff and uh but here's how i look at it this is what i was getting ready to tell you whenever things like this happen my wife is a witness to this my children are witnesses as well but more importantly by the grace of god god is i my mentality and attitude Always is this. As I told my wife earlier today, I just thank God for all of the hundreds and thousands of days the thing worked right. Amen. If you have a car problem tomorrow, that's how you ought to look at it. If you are a Christian, if you get into a car accident, that's how you ought to look at it. If you, if the police pull you over, that's how you ought to look at it. Thank God for all of the days the police did not pull you over. They have not pulled you over every day, I hope. Uh, thank God for all of the days you had what you wanted to eat. You might have to back up off of some things now. Uh one lady was on uh, a show recently, and, and she was an expert. She wrote a book about it. And the lady asked us, so what do we do about meat? Meat is just going up, up, up. She said, uh, well, you don't have to uh, eat a whole lot of meat in the first place. She said, uh, you can have the taste of meat. I said, Wow. Yeah, he said you don't have to buy a whole lot of meat. Uh, don't buy it. Just buy buy you a little bit, and th- and then put some rice and 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 some uh, green beans and so forth on the plate, and you just have the the taste of meat. You may not have a whole lot, but that's all right. And uh, if if something bad happens, thank God for all of the hundreds and thousands of days that it didn't happen. Give God the glory, praise, and honor. Now, that's, that's going to be the mentality of a born-again Christian. You will find that most born-again Christians, uh, they, they may fall every now and then, but they, they're going to get back up, and they don't stay uh, in that fall-in situation, and they don't stay in a depressed situation, under attack. They rise up again because they know how to pray and get a hold of God, and that's what you need to do. Thank God for all the days these things didn't happen. Give Him the glory, the praise, and the honor. I mean, who told you that everything was going to be perfect? Every day is going to go for you, go well for you. Every little thing. And see, and see if you're in the ministry, everybody who's in the real ministry, they know that that's not happening. <laughs> that's not happening my friend you're gonna uh, the devil's gonna make sure that does not happen <coughs> and here's how the devil works uh normally uh, my thorn in the flesh is my wife and uh on the weekends particularly she 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 has not been a1 but she was better she was better this weekend than what she was last weekend. But then zip, bam, boom, here comes the devil with this little issue, this issue. Uh, you got a camera here that you know is working, but somehow, as my son said repeatedly, it's not connecting. There's nothing, you know. Uh, have an electrical issue on one of the sockets. and I don't know if you all have ever experienced it. I've never experienced this before. You know you have these uh, multi prong, plug things. And I don't know what happened, but for some reason, uh, I guess we put putting too many things in it. And and, and uh, we, we've had several things not get the juice they're supposed to get. Won't even cu- cut on. Something as small as a camera won't even cut on. So I don't know what that is. I have no clue. But what I am going to do is I'm going to get some new Whatever you call those things. Now let me say something to our guests and our friends and and the people who are with us for communion every uh, month. Uh, if you are not born again, if you are not saved, um, you pardon me. You cannot take communion. You should not take communion. Some people act like they have a right to take communion. If you're not born again, if you're not saved, you cannot take communion. You should not take communion. And woe is the pastor who gives you communion anyhow because he likes you. And woe is the pastor who is in sin himself or lost himself and is still taking communion. Communion. That's why so many thousands in the church have died. That's a fact. See, just because God says something does not mean God is so loving and so merciful and so gracious. My friends, hit this from me right here. Be very careful because it's, it's, it is in a, a precarious situation. You understand. It just, just, It's good. It's good. Um, so there are many people who are dead now. Uh, you know, someone said a long time ago, the will of God grinds slow, but it grinds show. And, and I want everyone to understand. God may take a while to get to you and deal with you. Not because he has to, but because he loves you. Those who are saved, you're his children, and he's going to rip you behind. I I know you don't like it. You don't like you sweet evangelicals and you sweet charismatics and you sweet Baptist uh, prosperity gospel people. You don't like to hear that. But God will whip your behind real good. And nobody can whip it behind like God. That is a fact. Okay. And if you mess with him and mess with his stuff. And and mess with his communion and defile communion. And you you are a homosexual. You are an adulterer, a fornicator, a drunkard, and all that. uh Even if you think you're saved Don't take communion I know there's some people who don't like it But I do not believe my wife is saved And she does not act like she's a saved woman A a saved person So I have stopped giving her communion Now I love her I would love to have her take communion with me uh, and, And with the ministry And with everybody else But uh, until she is saved and humble enough to admit that uh, and confess that. And until she is living as a Christian person should. Because here's what I know. I I know that you you religious people, you don't like it. But the saved people know what I'm talking about. Here's what I know. Once you get born again, you're not going to be perfect. You never will be perfect. But there's going to be an increase of righteousness and holiness in your life. And I know somebody who's going to make sure to it. His name is God. Jesus. The Holy Ghost. See, there are some preachers I, 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 I don't worry about. I don't worry about them. Because they know better. <laughs> God has taken them to the woodshed. They know. You know. I don't worry about them. I still love them. I try to help them. Try to... Get them involved in doing what they're supposed to be doing. Glory be to God. Okay? Because I know they're saved. And, they, they, and they, 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 they're they, not going to go too far over the, over the line. Uh, they'll come up to the line. But they know better because God has already taken them to the woodshed. Because they're not bastards. I don't worry about born-again Christians who have truly believed in Jesus Christ and have met God and 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 has learned from God to be obedient i am not i am not worried about it i'm not worried about my children i what i do is i do like abraham and job pray for my children lest they in case they sin in case they Uh, want to be disobedient and rebellious to God, they know better. I do not think there's a family on earth that I know for, I, I I can say this for a fact, I know there has never been a family that has heard the preaching of the gospel and the preaching of the word of God more than our family. I know that. And I doubt very seriously if there's a family on earth that has prayed more than we have, and, have, uh, uh, and read the Word of God like we have. Now, I, that's what I doubt. I doubt that because of how so-called Christians behave and act. I hope that's not the case. And I do know there's some who are comparable to what we have done to our family. But that does not mean they're angels because they got devils coming down from both sides of their family. Both sides. Uh, generational curses. That does not give them the leeway to do evil. And I have no concerns about them going astray. You say, preacher, you're not worried about your children going astray? No, I'm going to do like Job and Abraham and I'm going to pray for them. That they would not. But I'm not worried about it because I know I gave them all I got. See. And, uh, and I'm the same way about certain brethren and certain sistren. I'm not worried about you because I know you're born again, and you have had an experience with God See See some of you wonder where did uh, T.D. Jakes get his power? He knows where he got it from. He got it from God And uh, he uh, uh, And he knows what he cannot do and what he can't do he knows better and 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 he's the kind of person I believe will confess his sins and repent. He's a humble brother. Like Dr. Tony Evans. They know, they know where the power is. And they know how to keep the power. And they know that God's not going to bless your preaching with power. If you don't do what you're supposed to be doing. You see, well, uh, they may mess up too. Well, they may. Eh, eh, okay. But they're going to get it right. A just man falleth seven times, but rises again. Never forget that. Okay? So if you're not born again, if you're not saved, you cannot take communion. You should not take communion. I'm not going to be a part of it. I'm not going to be a part of that. Uh, uh, And I don't want to be a part of it. Because, I, I mean, I told the bishops in the Catholic Church, the Pope, and everybody, I said, do not do not be trying to stop the President and the Speaker of the House from taking communion because they are for abortion. They should not take it. But you bishops and, and, and popes, you all are homosexuals. You've been involved with homosexuality with one another at the seminary, after the seminary, before the seminary. You're a liar. Your feet ain't made, and your heart pumps peanut butter. And you have raped children, and you have raped the nuns. So I, if I they, and they know it, President Biden knows it, Nancy Pelosi knows it. That's why uh, the justice the justice department is investigating you right now. I told I told them not to do that. You want to wax all righteous and holy against sinners who are trying to stay in the church, and you're gonna you're gonna tell them you're not gonna take uh, uh, communion. Uh, you can't take communion, but you you are a giver of communion. You should not even give it. You homosexual child molester. You should not even give it unless you die, and many have died. They died in the bubonic plague as well. A whole lot of them. There was no difference. The preachers, uh, the the priests are trying to help, they were dying with the people. Why? Because of indulgences and trying to uh, make the church rich. They're the originators of the uh, prosperity gospel. They have so much gold. They have more gold than Fort Knox. and uh and they were dying like flies in the bubonic plague the priests the bishops they couldn't even help the people so don't mess with God see God is very loving and very merciful and may I say very humble very meek that's why he wants you to be that way and and, and I say that advisedly uh, you know it's hard for me to say that but he is, because he takes a lot. He takes a lot off of us. And that takes a lot of humility, man. Jesus, God in the flesh, said, Forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they were killing him. Now, you, t- you talk about some meekness and some humility. All of us need some of that. So the question tonight is, do you know him as your savior? Have you been born again? Have you been saved? Before we take communion? If not, please understand that you are a sinner. Just as I am. We're all sinners. I don't care how much money you have, how pretty you are uh, how some of the biggest sinners in the world are very beautiful. Don't 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 let them fool you. How handsome you think you are? All men uh, are ugly to me. I don't know what I don't know what women see in men, but they see something. God put something in them to see something. And they be talking about a square head, a square jaw, and all that broad shoulder, They 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 see that. But no matter who you think you are, as a man, you are a wicked sinner in God's sight. The Pope is a wicked sinner. The Dalai Lama is a wicked sinner. Joel Osteen is smiling and as nice as he is, is a wicked sinner. Mother Teresa was a wicked sinner. Billy Graham was a wicked sinner. We're all wicked, evil, undone sinners. Let's tell the truth and shame the devil. The Bible says we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The Bible says uh, the wages of sin is death. That's why we die. You know why you're going to die? You know why you have a family member who Uh, died. You know why you're going to die? You know why you have been to the funeral home? We die because of our sins and our sinful nature that produces sin like a factory. That's the reason why you're going to die. You're not dying of a cancer. I don't care what kind of cancer it is. That's not why you're dying coronavirus, car crash, and just yesterday, a family living in a mansion, cars in the garage and out on the pavement, beautiful family. An ex-boyfriend went in the house, killed his ex-girlfriend, 21 years old, killed a family friend, probably her new boyfriend, killed the mother, killed the brother, and left two little toddlers alive, and then he killed himself. That happened yesterday in Maryland in a rich neighborhood. Almost a million dollar house. The ex husband, I don't know why he went over and over somebody called somebody might have called him when this man went on this rampage and he didn't and then he probably heard a shot or something. Uh, they didn't continue talking. It was the ex ex husband of the woman the mother, and uh, he he found them all dead, now uh, that's a bad situation. Two little children, evidently the killer set the children aside somewhere. He had the decency to do that, but he killed everybody else in the house. And if the man, the the young man that got killed, if he was uh, a family, friend, or neighbor as they tried to depict him, um, he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. See, this is one of the things about uh, death. You just don't know when it's going to happen. You don't know I mean nobody was prepared for that. And guess what? The mother was beautiful, the daughter was beautiful. I'm not saying anything about the men, the boys. I I I can't say that about them. Beautiful in a beautiful family. Divorced and separated and broken home and all of that, but a beautiful family. Well-to-do, and what I told people in an article is that you you may think you have it all, and however you can lose it in an instant, everything, and be dead and gone. That's why it is important for you to understand salvation and get saved by the grace of God. the wages of sin is death. And what God wants you to understand that if God would allow you this strange experience of leaving this earth via death like these people did, they're dead and gone, and two children left as orphans, no father, no mother, no grandmother, no auntie, no uncle, uh, I would, I, if, if, if the divorced husband is the father of the children, I guess he would fall in line to take care of those children, gone. Mother 40-something years old. Daughter 21. Son 20-something. Friend 20-something. Young people. And that can happen to you. In fact, I told people in the article. If you're living in the household with a bunch of people. Your family. You better make sure you're living right and you're acting right. Because you can connect with somebody and they'll come over to the house and they'll be in the wrong place at the wrong time and kill you and kill everybody else too, and they don't even know them. So you better be very careful who you deal with out there in the streets. Because death can come at any time. And it does not matter whether or not you're living in a big fine house on Pork Chop Hill, It does not matter whether or not you're driving a nice car or you have a great job and you're physically fit. And God wants you to know that if he will allow you to die from this beautiful thing called earth, hanging on nothing but his word, which is the evidence that he exists. This earth did not come from a tadpole that turned itself into a monkey that turned uh, into an ape. No, God put the ape here, God put the monkey here, and God put the tadpole here. And he put this earth hanging on nothing, twirling around by itself, by his power. And if he will allow you to leave this beautiful place and die from the face of the earth, you need to, because of your sin, you need to understand that he will allow you to go to hell and burn forever if you do not believe in his son Jesus Christ. who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for our sins. I told my wife this morning, she and I read about uh, 60 verses together and oh, I had a time. Uh, I think she was mad at me. And I told her to write down a few of the verses. Did you get that done? She was disobedient and she didn't get it done. And uh. And I, I told her to write them down for herself, and I want her to write down some for the pulpit. Because hell is bad news. My dear friend, we read a bunch of verses on salvation, we read a bunch of verses on prayer. And... uh And I read the verses on salvation for her uh, to help her to see again from God's Word the importance of understanding that you can be religious but lost and on your way to hell. And hell is a real place because Jesus Christ said that hell is a real place. In fact, Jesus Christ preached more on hell than anybody in the Bible. Jesus Christ preached more on hell than he did about heaven. Why? Because he paid the ultimate price. No man suffered and bled and died like Jesus Christ. Why did he die that way? Because he died for our wicked, evil, ungodly sins. Our nasty, filthy hearts and sins and abominations. And he wanted... He wants you to take advantage of that. That's why he preached on hell more than he did about heaven. And that's why he suffered, bled, and died. And this is no small thing, my friend. Please stop thinking like that. This is, uh, this is no little religious thing. This is the greatest thing, the biggest thing, the largest thing, the most important thing that ever happened in the history of the world. And you are here tonight because He has you here. He wants you to hear this gospel that He created. In the gospel, the good news from heaven is that Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins as the Lamb of God the sacrificial, if you will, Passover Lamb of God for the sins of the entire world, Jews and Gentiles. Red, yellow, black, and white We're all precious in his sight. And as my wife and I in our own personal devotions read multiple verses on salvation in the common denominator is believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. That's it over and over and over again believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ said it in what I believe is the most important words ever said in the history of the world, as well as the most loving, the most magnificent, I believe also the most poetic, the most powerful words ever said in the history of the world. Jesus Christ, Emmanuel, God with us, said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. All you have to do is do what Jesus Christ said to be saved. It is as simple as that. Believe in me. I got you. That's basically what Jesus is saying. Believe in me. I I paid the price for you. I paid for your sin debt that you owe God. I got you. The old black saints used to say that he's the greatest lawyer of all time because he has never lost a case. You put your faith and trust in him, you don't have to pay him a dime. He'll get you off. He's the greatest Jewish lawyer of all time. He has never lost a case. He's the great, they used to say, also, he's the greatest doctor of all time, because he's never lost a case. <coughs> he is your advocate. He's an advocate who died for your sins and paid your penalty, so you know you're you, you good to go. Not only did he, not only can he get you all, he he died, he paid your punishment. He suffered, bled and died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead. He went to hell as well. He paid it all. And he rose from the dead by the power of Almighty God. And all you have to do, my dear friend, is believe in him. The Bible says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. We read that several times in several different places. We read it in the Old Testament, in the Book of Acts, and of course in Romans. Call on his name. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And and what is meant there is that because you're believing in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ, you are moved to call on him to save you. It's a natural thing that Is done in our hearts. We want to, once we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, we want to call on Him to save us. So dear friend, before we take communion tonight, I'm sure that you are gathered with some other friends who have communion, uh, uh, the communion uh, juice and unleavened bread for you. As soon as you get saved, you can take communion. So follow me in prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner. I know that I have done wrong in your sight. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon my soul. And please forgive me of all of my sins, my failures and my faults as I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who I believe suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul and change my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to change, help me to repent of my sins, and help me to follow you in the newness of life. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, allow me to read in your hearing a song that we always sing before the communion service. I'm going to read it in your hearing And uh, you know what, if you could, uh, um, that's fine, many of you know it, let us break bread together. Let us break bread together on our knees, on our knees. In fact, let's... uh, Uh, No, I'm not going to do that because I can't sing. Let us break bread together on our knees, on our knees. When I fall on my knees with my face to the rising sun, O Lord, have mercy on me. Let us drink the cup together on our knees, on our knees. Let us drink the cup together on our knees. On our knees. When I fall on my knees with my face to the rising sun. O Lord, have mercy on me. Let us praise God together on our knees. On our knees. Let us praise God together on our knees. On our knees. When I fall on my knees with my face to the rising sun. O Lord, have mercy on me. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. I praise you, Lord, and I thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy. I praise you and I thank you for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit, pardon me, and your Holy Word. And for all of the millions, the many, and the manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for your love and for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years. Holy Father God, thank you so much for allowing us to be here tonight, uh, albeit in uh, using different apparatus And uh, Holy Father God, for those of us who have been saved by your mercy, your love, and your grace, by believing in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for our sins, (coughs) Lord, have continued mercy and grace upon us and please forgive us of our sins, our faults, and our failures. Wash and cleanse our souls, our hearts, and minds, and spirits, and consciences in the holy and precious blood of Christ, and make us, Lord, to be whiter than snow on the inside. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, That, Lord, you will crucify our flesh, the old man within us. And help us to die to self. Fill us with the power of your Holy Spirit for those of us who are saved. Deliver us, Lord, from temptation, evil, and sin. And grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, live right, think right, and do right and do that which is pleasing in your sight. And Lord, wash us and cleanse us in the blood of Christ, and make us to be whiter than snow on the inside. And uh, Holy Father God, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. And Holy Father God, I pray for those of us who are saved by your grace, help us to humble ourselves in my family, in this country, and around the globe, help us to humble ourselves, help us to pray, help us to seek your face, help us to turn from our wicked ways, and help us to repent of our sins and to get back to you, our first love. And then, Lord God in heaven, for those who have not gotten saved, uh, who have uh, grieved you with their sin and wickedness, their pride that keeps them back from getting saved because they think they are already saved and they are religious and that's what they're trusting in not remembering that one day you're going to say uh, it's not those who say Lord, Lord but those who do your will uh, the evidence of people being truly born again and saved has always been people who are willing to do your will and to obey your holy word. So Lord, help people to understand that, that they don't get slipped a mickey. And uh, Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. that you will open their blinded eyes and unstop their deaf ears. I pray this prayer for my own wife, Marika White, her mother, her siblings, her aunts, my wife, my uh, mother, and my siblings and uh, family members who are religious uh, but lost, uh, I do believe, open their blinded eyes and stop their deaf ears and to save their souls before it is eternally too late. There's nothing wrong with every last one of us examining ourselves to see whether or not we be in the faith. God, to help everybody to do that. And Lord, I do pray for the salvation of the lost, uh, the revival of the saved, the healing of the sick, the comfort of the grieving across the country and around the globe. And Holy Father God, uh, draw those who are lost to Yourself for uh, we even read this morning and were reminded of Your Holy Word, Lord Jesus, that uh, what You said was uh, people can't even come to You unless the Father draw them. And so, Lord, help us to remember that. We pray, I praise you and thank you for drawing me, uh, for I was not looking uh, towards the church at all. And I thank you, Lord, for the power of your holy word and the power of your holy gospel and the power of your Holy Spirit. And Lord God, in heaven tonight, even though by your grace we can take pleasure even in our persecutions and in our infirmities and in our uh, devilish technical issues <coughs> and maintain our cheerfulness and our, our joy. I still pray, Lord, and I believe you uh, for right now want me to continue to pray that you will lift all of our burdens, cares, worries, and anxieties, troubles, problems, and fears from our hearts, our minds, our souls, and our spirits. We cast all care upon you tonight, for we know that you care for us. And Holy Father God, I pray that you will uh, deliver us still, uh, if it be if it be your will, <coughs> and deliver us from all distresses and afflictions. Uh, deliver us from all. Um, tribulations, troubles, trials, temptations, tests, persecutions. Protect us, Lord, until that dying day. Prepare us for it. And prepare us, Lord, for good days and bad days. Prepare us, Lord, for celebrations and tragedies. Prepare us, Lord, for weddings and funerals. Prepare us, Lord, for life and death. And Holy Father God, I pray that you would deliver each and every one of us who name the name of Christ. uh, Deliver us, Lord, from all spiritual, mental, physical, emotional, family, financial, legal, student loan debt, student progress, problems, troubles, and difficulties that we're facing. And Holy Father God... (coughs) Uh, I praise you and I thank you for all of the thousands of days when uh, everything worked perfectly. We just cut it on. And I give you the glory, praise and honor for this day when things did not go perfectly and we still uh, were able to do what you called us to do. I pray Holy Father God tonight uh, that you would bless and protect my family, and all other Christian families in this audience, in this country, and around the globe, protect us all, Lord, from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil. I pray for my children, my offspring, especially, in this sin-cursed, woke world. I pray for Danny, Daniel, Danita, Danae, Daniqua, Daniel, Ezekiel, Danielle, Duran, Daniel, and Kwasil. I pray, Lord, that you would bless them and protect them all and uh, do the same for all of the children of family Christian families in this country and around the globe. Protect us, Lord, from violence and hurt, harm, and danger. Protect us, Lord, from uh, ourselves, our flesh, and the devil, and the demons of hell, and Protect us, Lord, from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, and evil people in the world. And Lord, I do pray. Uh, Lord, I, I, uh, as I expressed this morning, we, uh, I'm concerned. You put a check in my spirit that uh, uh, somebody uh, would be willing. Uh, to kill one of our family members uh, because they cannot get me to become woke and uh, Lord that's a a sad thing to have to say but I do believe that one or two of uh, my family members are in danger uh, because somebody is trying to make them woke and trying to get me to quit preaching. The gospel, of course, my my life has been under threat for years now. I thank you for protecting me. I pray that you would protect uh, all of my children and all of my family members. And I pray that you would rebuke and bind the devil, his demons and his hosts, Lord, from Uh, our family surround us with your protection, a band of your holy angels, a wall of your holy fire. Cover us and cleanse us through the blood of Christ and make us Lord to be whiter than snow on the inside. And uh, Lord, thwart their wicked plans. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, on the same night in which uh, he jesus was betrayed he took bread and when he had given thanks he broke it and said take eat this is my body which is broken for you this do in remembrance of me let's pray holy father god thank you Lord Jesus Christ for allowing your body to be broken for us. We don't deserve it. So many of us don't appreciate what you have done and sadly Lord some people in the church have not believed what you have done. God have mercy and grace upon us who do believe in you Lord Jesus Christ and for your name's sake please forgive us of our sins our faults and our failures and uh, help us to repent of our sins. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. John six fifty eight says, This is that bread which came down from heaven, not as your fathers did eat, manor and are dead. He that eateth of this bread shall live forever. Take and eat. In the same manner also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do you as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank you for your holy and precious blood, Lord Jesus Christ, that was shed on the cross for our sins. The truth is, Lord, we have some understanding, but we don't understand it all. Uh, But we thank you for it all. I know I do. And I do pray that you will have mercy and grace upon us and forgive us of every sin, and uh, past and present. Forgive us of every sin and help us to repent of every sin because you died for sin and you made it clear to us Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? In your word, Lord, you said, God forbid. And help us down here in this wickedly odyssean church, in Judas Church, among so many. Help us to understand that we must repent of our sins. And not only confess our sins, but repent. Help us to do that. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Hebrews 9.22 says, And almost all things are by the law purged with blood, and without the shedding of blood is no remission. 1 John 1.7 says, But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ his Son cleanseth us from all sin. Take and drink. after they had finished the First Supper, they sang a hymn and went out into the night. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, we normally just have communion, uh, normally uh, uh, on Sunday morning, but since that did not work out, we did it at night as did Jesus Christ and the disciples so many years ago. And after it was done, they sung a hymn